Is your savings just sitting there? Well, put it to work. A premium online savings account from PenFed earns way more than the national average, so you can get your savings working on earning you a vacation, or a new kitchen, or that fancy exercise mirror. Apply at PenFed.org savings. Premium online savings account holders must agree to electronic delivery of account opening disclosures and monthly statements. $5 minimum required to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Hurry into Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save up to $500 on adjustable mattress sets in stock for immediate delivery. And get a $300 instant gift. Talk to a sleep expert today, only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. Hi, this is Jim the Keys bartender. I'm in Key Largo here with Joe. Hi, I'm Joe. Formerly known as Papa Joe. He's always known as Papa Joe. But yeah, since we're the same age, I'm, I'm not doing Papa Joe because I want you to know that we are in the uh, sage. Same sage. Same age. We're old sages of the same age. Same age uh, demographic. Sage. I just blended them together. Same <laughs> age demographic. So, uh, we were going to begin with uh, talking about chatbots, artificial intelligence, there's a lot of artificial intelligence down here. If you talk to people that on the streets, when I say artificial intelligence, we were talking about uh, last night at work. Um, let me tell you the story right at half hour after closing. It's dark. I'm there. Uh, there's, uh, there's a couple guys there. One of the managers of uh, Pam, she's there. And uh, uh, Lala, LaRonda. Yeah, I work with her. And there's a banging at the front door, and I just see the shadow. And it's this guy. And I'm not going to say his name directly. I'm going to give it, but people will know if they listen down here. And if you want to tell him, you could tell him. Uh, he should be self-aware the way he's viewed. He's banging on there, just like Dustin Hoffman was banging on the church doors at the end of Graduate. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing that. He's banging on the – we have these glass doors at the front of the um, – one glass door, what am I saying – at the and he's there as you see a silhouette of his body, just a dark shadow, and he's banging up there. And I go up to it and uh, I approach it tentatively because anybody has both their arms up, kind of banging on a door, not banging, tapping on a door, banging on a door. It's uh, this guy I call Andy. I walk up to him and I go, and his real name's not Andy, he's close to that though. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to know who it is as if he listens to it. I don't know if he's going to listen to it, but someone that knows is going to listen to it, I'll probably tell him. But he wants to come in. He tells me he wants to come in. And uh, he wants to drink. He says, ah, come on. Let me drink. I said, we're closed. He said, come on. No, I, he wants me to reopen a bar. I just melted the ice and all that stuff. He wants me to pull everything out and do it. So I really, actually, there's some people that aren't, that I would do that for. No problem. But we're closed, and we're ready to go, and we're closing up. So once people are ready to go home, at the end of the day, you're not – if he needed water, if he needed help, if he needed medical assistance, protection, I am there, Joe. I am there all the way. But you need a cocktail? 
Yeah. No. What are you, Jack Lemon in the Days of Wine and Roses? <laughs> <laughs> There's a reference. I, that's even a reference. That's only for a reference of someone who's 75 years old. If we have someone listen, fucking Gloria would get it. <laughs> Just picture Jack Lemon. And it, I mean, this reference is even way too old for us. In the Days of Wine and Roses, he was a salesman who was like a chronic alcoholic. And when he goes off, he's fucking running around, tearing up the place to get alcohol. So, and let me say this first. Andy's not an alcoholic. He has problems with other drugs, but this alcohol is not one of them. And, and let me give you a description of this guy so you can get a better feel for him. Uh, if you don't know him, he's... Uh, Unclear resident status, meaning he is an American citizen, but he could be homeless or he could live on a boat or lives with an older woman and does house uh, work for him or other services. And I'm not saying he's having sex with her. He's probably running errands and doing things, working on her garden, you know, doing drywall and shit like that. He's in his mid-40s, but he looks older. It's the mileage, not the year. And he always bitches about life not giving him He's not getting breaks. But he at one time worked for us, and he walked out of work in the middle of a shift or at the end of his shift and didn't come back. He was scheduled. No, it's at the end of his shift. He never walked out, and he didn't come back. And then a week or two later, after not finding a job, he comes back expecting to be hired. And then I reminded him about his bitch about not having a break, and I said, you know what? There's only one person not giving you a break right now. It's you. I felt like a sage then. <laughs> I did seem like a sage. Uh, he follows one of our um, regular bands that come in, the Freddies. And uh, he'll come in and he, let me explain. He, he does dress up, but he always smells like one month old, like he bathes in one month old bong water. He smells like THC. He said, I mean, you do smell. And actually for me, I know it's funny. I like pot. Uh, I, it's a pleasant smell. It's not a, it's not a nauseous smell. Other people get sick about it when they smell pot. It doesn't really bother me. Uh, I, I do like weed. And uh, so he comes in and sees the band. He orders his drink. He only drinks one drink. Right? Okay, which is? A blue Long Island iced tea. And if he gets it, and one time, and this one time, I made him this blue Long Island iced tea. And I gave it, he was working in our kitchen. I gave it to our chef to give to him. And he's holding it. And I think he held the drink like it was dubious, the drink. But I made it for him. It was a shift drink. And he got the best shift drink someone could get. That's a $10, $11 drink. It's a Long Island iced tea. It's four different, five different liquors if you count the uh, triple sec. And some mixers in it. It's mostly liquor. I mean, as a, it's, it's like three beers. And he, we had to cut him back from two to one. He'd say, you get one of these. You don't get two. And when he's a guest, when he's paying for him, we tell him he only gets two. Because one time he had three, and he crashed his bike. <laughs> he came in. He looked like he, um, you know, face planted on the gravel outside doing like 30 miles an hour. Oh, came in the next day and said, well, are you going to MMA, uh, Andy? Are you, did I say his real name? No, Andy. Oh, good. I, I thought, no. I mean, previously I made No, you did not. No, I did not. So uh, he comes in. That's the guy that's banging on the door. That's the drink he wants. And that's what I said. Fuck no. And the people go, oh, is he coming around the back? I said, no. I told him no. I do. I do understand I'm working in a community. 
I do understand that you don't want him there. You he scares the hell out of him. You know, he scares the hell out of people late at night sometimes. It's just the way he is. He's an all right guy, but not a half hour after closing. And that's that one story I have right there. We're going to move on to the uh, singularity. The singularity. Mm-hmm. Artificial intelligence. The singularity, if you're not familiar, uh, familiar with it, it's when it's a point in time, and that's in the future. And one, I think the forecast for when it could happen would be 2045, which would be 26 years from now, 25 years from now, which I don't know how you can arbitrarily put that because every time there's an advancement in technology, it's usually earlier than we thought it would happen. But the, usually the experts on it say the singular, singularity is when artificial intelligence reaches that point where it becomes self-aware and it becomes aware of what it is and that it can improve itself. And once it's able to improve itself, shortly afterwards, it will become multitudes time more intelligent than a human. Now, there is speculation among uh, researchers and scientists and theorists that that will never be. The, the human mind is so complex that if you had an infinite amount of storage in space, you could not completely replicate the human mind. But do you really have to re- replicate the human no. mind? No. How about if you just used 10% more Supposedly, of the human mind someone than the human? Said, I think someone told me that's not the case of a friend of mine, they actually the owner of the catch's daughter I work with, Molly, a lovely young girl, friend of mine now. Seven, you know what's nice? Friend of mine, generational thing. She tells me that may not be the case because the part that does the thinking, we might be using 100% of the part that is active, and the rest is just fat. But what if we can fire on all cylinders at the same time? No, you... Like I said, you, you know, when people say that 10, 15 percent and all that, oh, maybe, maybe there's a way we can have an implant done and stuff like that. But what, I, what I'm not sure of, I'm, I'm not sure of any of that. You're probably right. If, if, there's a possibility, it's a possibility we're, not, we're only using 10 to 15 percent. Why evolutionarily would we develop a brain that we don't fully use? Why would we develop more ability? Than we use. I think, I think evolution would mean that you develop the ability that you need and you kick back what when, you don't. When you don't need it. Don't so it would be a conservation it. of energy issue. Evolutionary, the evolution would be, yeah, you could tap into these different things, but you'd have to conserve your energy. You're right. You're right. And I think uh, it would have to do with more I mean, th- you think of our cousins, the mountain gorillas, Right. Or the lowland gorillas and stuff like that. When you went to get up to 600 pounds, right? Wow. They're hugely powerful and stuff like that. I mean, we don't have a, a chimpanzee. The, uh, a chimpanzee could get up to 180 pounds. The physical strength of a chimpanzee compared to a human who 180 pounds. Put one of those in with a heavy, the strongest heavyweight boxer in the world. I mean, there's a possibility that the heavyweight boxer will be torn to shreds by a crazed chimpanzee that's even half its weight. I'm not sure that's a, a fair comparison because 
I'm just saying it's utilizing things. It's utilizing its ability to 100% because of where the environment is in. It's evolved a certain neuromusculature Mm -hmm. to fit the requirement it needs. So it needs the strength. So it has to scale trees. It has to battle. It has to move a certain way. So it's developed these things. And the brain has developed to optimize in those areas. But where it can't, obviously, is... um, Thought, speech, uh, I mean, there's, d- compared to the human brain. So whereas we're, we may not be as strong physically, um, intellectually, we are leaps and bounds ahead of I think our animals. tool use and our communication skills and our uh, 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 mitigated the need for the strength that we uh, needed to be able to survive. Right. So... Uh, a, a million years ago, when the Australopithecus arised in East Africa, uh, Lucy, I think Lucy was that, uh, I'm not saying that was the, the, the turning point, but that's one of them. Um, but to attribute that to artificial intelligence, uh, I go back to the, what I started thinking about was uh, chatbots. When you talk to um, any technology con. Uh, company, I, I started recognizing this, and I'm going to speculate this. Eight years ago, when I went online, eight, ten years ago, when you needed assistance and you went online, they started introducing. Uh, I, I don't know if chatbots came in at that time, but I, I do recall that there was an artificial. App that you, when you ask a question, it would come up. If it, you asked the right keywords, it would come up with some response. Well, it's like your, it's like the prompt for help on Windows. Yeah, it's like the paperclip. The paperclip. The now, paperclip. You, you, and the paperclip now is at a point where it's almost able to respond to you when you're talking to it. But there are some out there that respond in such clarity, either in text or in voice, that it's, it's pretty astonishing. Well, I did a little research on that uh, the other day. I, I went to, the first one was Cleverbot. It's called Cleverbot, and it's a website where you can just converse with a bot in general. Not about, it's not a service question or anything. You just call up and say, hi, my name's Jim, what is your name? Mine, whatever you want. And then it starts, it's like, it, it, it sounded a little like a, um, at first I thought they connected me with another human, but not a particularly smart one. A 14-year-old that maybe got into their uncle's pot because <laughs> they didn't seem that witty. They seemed kind of like sarcastic. Like, you could feel the eye roll in it and stuff like that. And if it was a bot, I was really impressed. But I'm thinking, man, if I wanted to be a really lame-ass company, I would just get two people connected to talk to each other and say, oh, the other one's a robot. And just say that. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. How would you know? You wouldn't know. And you just go like this. But the person I was talking to was an idiot. And I go, well, obviously you're not because, and then 
then first of it, you're either a guy that's trying to seduce me or a girl, a, a 13-year-old, 14, 13-year-old girl or a 40-year-old guy trying to seduce me. Do you want to date me? Do you love me? Do you this, that? And that's what, that's what we went through. And I said, can we be friends? I'm, what I'm looking for is a guest host for my podcast. That's what I put in there. And they say, I don't even know you. And I go, that, I'm not asking you, I'm not asking to stick a finger up your butt. I'm asking you to guest host. <laughs> right? That isn't something you have to really mull over. If you're of moderate intelligence, you could just say yes or no. Would you be able, would you be allowed to do it? Can you do it? Copyright? Can you, you know, whoever controls the site, can you, can you communicate on an open forum? That's a yes or no question. They couldn't answer that. Uh, could I talk to someone that could? You'd, they couldn't you'd have that. to talk to a human. Yeah, I know. And then I went to EvieBot. And EvieBot's a woman. And EvieBot. And so why does it have to be Evie? Why couldn't you just make it a gender, like a robot, non-man, not woman, non-gender? And EvieBot started out non-gender when I started talking to her. I said, what are you? And she says... I am me, which is exactly the right answer I would give as a person. I am me. I had this theory on sexuality that way. You know, you have people down there, so like 57 different genders and stuff like that? Right. I believe it's like a, uh, just a spectrum. Just a spectrum, and you are who you are. That's who you are. And to have just to select a binary answer is kind of a... A limiting factor, wouldn't it be? It, Just to say, I'm a man. Or I'm a woman. And why can't it be on a curve? Yeah. Because the science seems to indicate that it's, uh, it is fluid. It's very fluid. So, yeah. okay, so when you talk to a, a bot, yep. um, fluidity might be missing. Mm-hmm. So you end up with a kind of a... You know, you get what you get. However, what? What if it's learning? Well, how I mean, how how do you really learn when you talk to individuals? If if what we're saying is correct, if every person is different, all you learn is that if you all you learn is that every person is different, and that just accept a person for who they are. Then you're not learning a truism or anything like that. It doesn't say you're not learning everyone. You're learning that everyone's different. The only thing you learn when it's um, the best way to learn for them is a man behaves like this and a woman behaves like that. And if there's a, there was a movie called Ex Machina. Do you ever hear it? No. It's about this uh, Elon Musk kind of character. Elon Musk. Is it Elon? Elon? Elon. Elon Musk, isn't he? Yes. Okay. The... Uh, the, the creator of Tesla and SpaceX and all that. And he, he creates an artificial intelligence, a robot. Oh, a storm's coming in. This is exciting. We're outside. We're going to try to close up these drapes here. Uh, he creates an artificial intelligence. He creates a contest in his company to have someone come in and do the touring test. No, but the touring test. Touring test is a test for artificial intelligence where it's a blind, 
originally a Turing test was a blind test where you'd communicate through text with another being, not knowing who it is, whether it's a robot or a human. And after communicating with it, you wouldn't know if in the end of it, you wouldn't know if that's a human or a robot. That's passing the Turing test. Ah, okay. Okay. And that's the singularity. Once you're able to, uh, they're able to talk to you and you cannot tell. And uh, I think we're on the cusp of that. But we're qu- quite not there because I, di- I didn't really understand the reasoning or the logic behind these things, even the algorithms. When I'm asking a question, why it would ask me, do you want to date me? And then when I say, what, who are you? what are you? Well, are you a man or a woman? I say, I'm a man. And they said, and Evie goes and says, you're lying to me. You told me your name was Chase and that you're a woman, which I didn't say that. And it didn't even show up as a text when it was reading my text. And I said, are you reading someone else's text to you? Can you not separate? Is it possible you cannot? Sur- are you not seeing us as individuals? Or are you seeing it as the last person you spoke to? Get it? Absolutely. See, but So you're not, at this point, you're not able to discern that I introduced myself as Jim Haran and I'm Chase and this other person's Chase Morgan, that they're different people. That is a simple level of intelligence. And they didn't quite get it. So they're not, they're years from, um, some people suggest that, like I said earlier, that you're never going to be able to get to that level of intelligence with an artificial. Well, That's what they're suggesting. They're suggesting. I, I, I never say never. Um, I got this phone it's just call. Just like that waitress this song. Yeah. You know what we, you know the song? Never Say Never? That's the name, you know, yeah. Well, there's a song. Never we might, uh, you might like me better if we slept together. Oh, yeah. Who sings that? The waitresses. The waitress. Yeah, you like, you, you might like, you might me, like better me better if we slept, slept together. together. Never, never, never say, say never. never. Okay. Okay. But listen, Enough that was anything to end. We're, gonna, we're not ending. We're just going to be pausing right now. Whether you're one of our regular visitors to the Florida Keys or you can't wait to visit for the first time, you'll want to stay up to date on everything that's going on in the Florida Keys. To learn all the secrets, tips, and the stuff we don't talk about to anyone but each other, visit 43keys.com. Sign up for our newsletter and never miss any of the exciting things we have planned for you. That's 43keys, the number four, the number three, keys.com. Hello, we're back. Uh, this is Jim, the Keys bartender. The only reason I made it a short break, uh, Joe, was because I heard the storm, and I want to get as many minutes in before this goes on if we have to shut it down. It looks like it's blowing to the east. We are in Key Largo. Yeah, we are outside. some thunder there's, in the yeah, background. There is. It's really dark over there. Yeah. I think we could probably survive this. Yeah, one never knows. Yeah. We were talking about artificial intelligence, stuff like that. Uh, we were talking about my interaction with the bots, and you're talking, um, you mentioned that uh, there was an incident that occurred here, right here, with um, Tyler and Jenna when you were hanging out, or just Tyler. No, we were all here. It was Tyler. Tyler took the uh, phone Citizen, call. What, what was happening prior? What's, what's going on? We were just sitting around, and then uh, Tyler's cell phone goes off, and... Um, that's Tyler Kelly. Tyler Kelly. He shows up on the show. That's Jenna Kelly's husband. 
and uh, he gets uh, it's a phone call to telemarketer, mm-hmm. and it's from the Florida Association of State Troopers, and the voice is obviously he's talking to someone on the phone, and I'm listening to him, and I'm and after a while, after a, a, a couple of seconds of of interaction, I get that he's talking to a telemarketer. And then he says, who are you with? And he goes, oh, the Florida Association of State Troopers. And I jump up and say, I just got that phone call last week, and I want to tell him you're talking to a bot. And so I, I go up to him and I say, that's a robot you're talking to. Ask about the weather. And he does. He says, hey, how's the weather where you're at? You know, we're in the Florida Keys. And then there's this pause, this long pause. And the response is, so will that be $10 or will that be a $25 <laughs> contribution? And the more, the more interaction he has, the clearer it is to him that he's talking to a machine. Yeah. Okay. Let's go back the week when I got this phone call. I'd been a member of FAST for years, mm-hmm. FAST being the Florida Association of State Troopers. I, I know how they fundraise. Mm-hmm. I've seen their fundraising. Yes. Um, any, any corporation, any, any group or organization has, has a fundraising component. It, it usually hire a telemarketing company. Yep. You pay them a percentage, and they do your fundraising. So... It used to be they would call and you'd talk to them, being an ex-state trooper. The Florida Association of State Troopers is calling me, so I end up saying, the first thing I say is, hey, man, are you a trooper? And I would get the response, no, you know, I've never been a trooper. And this is just how it sounds because yeah. they're generally older guys from the panhandle of Florida, so they're usually, you know, southern boys, and yep. they talk like this here. And, no, I'm not a trooper. You know, I'm just here, and I'm trying to raise my Thank you for your service. They always throw that in there. Yep. Thank you for the- Okay. Well, the week before Tyler got his, I did the same thing because it's what I always do. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to give you my. I'll, I'll give you ten, fifteen dollars a month, whatever it is. And then I said, "Hey, so uh, have you ever been a trooper?" Okay. And there's this long pause. And the response is, "So will that be ten dollars or twenty-five dollars?" <laughs> oh wait, I'm sorry. And wait from the microphone. I was laughing. And. I thought, wait a minute, that's, that's not what I'm used to, you know? So I asked, where are you guys at? Are you up in the panhandle? And there's a long pause. And so can we get that letter out to you today, Joe? <laughs> and now, Joe, can we get that letter out to you today? This is the voice I'm listening to. Oh, no, no, no. It's seamless. It is like having a conversation. You don't know how seamless this is. It is scary. When I realize that this thing is prompting off algorithms to answer my questions, and it's limited because, obviously, the algorithms are limited. It can't can't interact with the weather. or, Or if you ask a question out of the blue, it doesn't know how to answer. So it goes back to script. And when I realized, holy cow, I'm talking to a robot, that was pretty scary. So I just hung up the phone. 
You don't know how seamless that whole thing was. Because I was going to label this episode Asshole Salesman. And um, because of something happened this week. It was a perfect side week for this. Awesome. Uh, this guy, I think his name is Josh or Josie, whatever his name is. He calls up. He's a salesperson. Are you going to come have a seat with us? Okay, you can smoke here. I don't mind. I, I smoked. I smoked for years. Damon's here. I'm trying to get him on the microphone to talk about this. And he's having a cigarette. And I smoke two packs a day. It would be a welcome thing. Come on. Have a seat. Relax. Grab your beer. Make sure. And the interesting. Let's get a coolie cup for you. So, you know, is that it? No, that's actually a short one. Get Damon all set up. Come on. Sit down. So, uh, it happened on twice this past week. I get a phone call. May I speak to the owner? Does that work? And we're off the... Uh, we'll get back to the... Uh, so, Artificial intelligence, whether I actually think artificial intelligence actually be, could be beneficial considering how bad humans run the world. You know, I think they're probably more benevolent and more understanding on how humans are different and all that stuff. Well, at least they'll answer a question. Yeah, I think, I think so. They'll try to, and they'll think about it. They'll have a weighty response, maybe. Right? So this guy calls up and says, uh, can I speak to the owner? And I said, well, she's in a meeting. And it was 1 o'clock. And I said, one uh, thirty. And I said, uh, why don't you try at uh, 4.30? And he goes, she's in a four-hour meeting? And I go, no, that's three hours. Now everything starts turning in my head. The night before, I had a dream about bartending, and some guy's busting my balls. And the line, my line from the, the, the dream was to the guy that was busting my balls about his drink was, stop fucking busting my balls. So this guy says three hours, and he goes, four hours. And I said, no, it's three hours. And so why, why does it matter? I said 4.30 is the best time to call. And he goes, well, how do I know? And I go, and I blurt right out. I never say this to someone, even though I don't have a problem saying it to someone because I'm a human and I'm decent. I, can't, I go to him directly because I, I realize I'm talking to a member of the tribe. Yeah. And the tribe is across all nationalities, all uh, groups, all genders. I'm talking to an asshole. And I said, stop busting my balls. And then he keeps on talking. And then I go, click. I just hang up. I, I was never like that before. I would be like, Ugh. And I swear to God, I was just doing all this positive reinforcement stuff. And, then, and this guy hit all the fucking buttons. Like, he was completely oblivious. He read, I was a salesperson at one time. He was doing, to the, tenth, the nth degree, what they tell you to do, but they tell you not to annoy people. And he went past that. Super aggressive, huh? Su super aggressive. Real asshole. Super aggressive. And uh, I hung up on him. Well, he called you. back <laughs> this week. And he goes, can you speak to the owner? I said, she's not in. And she wasn't. And he goes, and we're having people around the bar. He goes, how come I can hear her in the background? In the background was uh, one of our regulars. Let me call her Aggie. I said, oh, do you want to talk to Aggie? Okay. She's drinking a Michelob Ultra. I, go to, I hold the phone and said, Aggie, 
tell this person exactly who you are when you talk to them. And she goes, hi, my name is Aggie. I'm uh, a manager here. And I'm looking at her and go, what the fuck? You're not a... You know what I mean? She goes, uh, and then she says the name of the owners. She's giving them information. I go, wow. I, I could have been a little angry with her. And I realized she was trying to speculate what I thought. She, she was going right, along. Right. She was projecting that my creativity onto herself. And I go, you know, in the end, I said, bravo. But I actually wanted you to tell you, them actually who you were and that you weren't. You were a customer, and this is your voice. So now you fucked around with him. And then he calls up. He called up again uh, at the end. She talked to him instead of being in. She says, well, called another manager yesterday. I, I just handed it right to her. And he kept her on for five minutes. And she kept on going saying, I said no. I said no. She told me she said no. She's not interested in talking to you. I think she told you she said no. I'm hearing this, her end of the conversation. She told me later, the guy's trying to tell her, yeah, well, I, unless I hear the no from the owner. And she goes, I think the owner told you no. And now I'm telling you no. But just you calling back. And this guy was super fucking persistent and stuff like that. Is he trying to win an award? Is he on a contest? Maybe it's one of those reality shows, Asshole Salesman. That'd be a great one. <laughs> be a fucking great show, wouldn't it? Damon, you were, we've all ran into those people. We had this thing. We just started, when you talk, started talking about, our, holy shit, do these people look like they have to, suntan lotion? What is that? Yeah, you don't know what suntan lotion They're is. They're glowing. You look burnt. Were you, working, were you walking on the surface of mercury? We were walking on sunshine. Holy shit. Did you get any lobster? Yeah. Lots? Okay, well, uh, Jenna and uh, Tyler Kelly just came uh, in by boat. That's the reason why you didn't. Okay. She didn't pull the eyeballs back on the. Uh... Damn it. Okay, here we go. Well, I'm going to continue with the show if. Okay, wait, let's hear it. They just came back from lobstering. We just had the mini season shows. Bring it closer. Eleven. I didn't, when, when he, he got so many lobsters so quick that we were like throwing nets and like spinning. Closer, we're not hearing, quickly. we're not hearing this. And I was, you had 11 lobster on the boat. Yeah, and then I was quickly measuring the heads. To make sure that you were in. The carapace with your little stick. And. Oh, we don't need, that's personal. Turns out you have to like stick it between their eyes. Um, once again, personal. Oh, okay. A little bit, but I didn't do the pullback thing. She didn't pull back their eyes. I measured them because they were spazzy and they jumped around a lot. So I just measured them and they were all fine. Except. Obviously, you were drinking when you were out. No. You weren't? This was at 9.30 this morning. You've been out since 9.30? Yeah. You just came in. It is 7.42. No, well, actually, we left at about. um, Yeah. And and you just. We left at about 8.30 this morning. 8.30 8.30 this morning. You've been out for 11 hours yeah. and change. So then we went out to the reef and we putzed around. You're like fucking Tyler aqua people. You're definitely. Like, go measure every lobster and a nine out of the 11 lobster that I measured were too small. Good. Right? I didn't Oops. Heads back. Like their eyeballs. Did you throw them back? Yeah, Ty did. What are you fine? No, he he used. Come on, this is. Cat- no, they're healthy. I meant fine. 
See, this is the right way. This is the right way you do it. This is the way we do it here. They were all, oh, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. They were all the, you well, got, on the, we're talking to people that don't know this stuff. Yes. Well, and on your tickle stick, so much like me. tickle stick, it has the measuring. Well, thing. tickle stick's different in different places. Because at Lover's <laughs> Boutique, they had called something like, different than tickle stick. You tickle lobster, There's a French tickle. Measuring yeah, okay, an orgasm. And, and anyway, so the lobsters were all under orgasm. Yes. Nine of the 11 that I measured were under A tickle orgasm. stick moves the lobster out of position into your so net. net. They, they've been repatriated. Yes. Oh, uh, re- to, to extraordinary, make- extraordinary rendition in the same place. Ex- extraordinary rendition. You never heard it when you take uh, a person, a suspected terrorist at one place and you move them someplace else to interrogate them. Two keepers. Two keepers at 11? Yeah. That was it? Well, actually, we um, would have had probably like 16, but I threw the little ones back because I measured with the stick, but I didn't pull their eyeballs back. And I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't. Eh. So it, uh, that would have been jail time for my husband, by the way. So uh, it's, it's a good thing that when we got offshore that he like went back through, added more water to the live well. Which, and uh, which gang off. would Tyler join if he was in jail? Oh, um. Would he be with, uh. MS-13? MS-13. I don't know. Do, do any of them have gills? Because well, he would, would be part of the Fishmen. Oh, uh, the Fishmen. <laughs> be Aquaman. Aquaman. No, which... Come on, Joe. You were in law enforcement. I don't want to say. Oh, you mean, he had to get... We, did, we have to go with the... Um, Tyler is a very young, blonde... Yeah, he would have to go with the... Unless he was like... Uh, Ed um, Norton in um, what was that movie? Oh yeah, oh for crying out loud! You know American History X. Yeah, he would. He, uh, he, he, he would have his hands in someone's pocket. Let's put yeah, it that way. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna continue. I th- I am not worried about that. Let's let's get this. We're gonna get our electronics covered up so nothing happens. Okay. Um, have yourself uh, hey listen you need to have yeah have one or two it's it's your we're fine okay we're fine I have I'm feeling drip on my head that's the no, reason why I think it's just missed it missed okay I'm just protecting our sound equipment we were uh, what were we talking about there? we were talking about sound effect, asshole sales sales people asshole sales what was your um, your worst experience down here in the Keys we are a uh Rent, cost of living, everything is dear here. I mean, it's expensive. So this guy, he was super aggressive. Have you, what, what's your experience with aggressive salespeople? Your experience with aggressive salespeople. She, she has experience with aggressive salespeople. Look, whether they're salespeople or they're just aggressive attitude-wise. Yes. Um, I, don't, I don't do well. With that, I usually shut them down, or I'll walk away, or I'll tell them to go fuck off, mm-hmm. which is what my grandmother used to say when, you know, hey, do you want to go fuck off? That's the way she used to say, you want to go fuck off? Yeah. My grandmother was from Italy. Of course she would oh, say, do you want to go I fuck like off? That. She meant, do you want to go for I coffee? Do, oh, I like that. 
I do like that. That's good. I'm going to go fuck. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, what a sweet old lady. Gi- Giuseppe, you want to go fuck off? Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, I'm not, when some people get on uh, line, I, I do understand the purpose of being aggressive and trying to get past the gatekeeper. That's it. As a salesperson, you want, the person who answers the phone is called the gatekeeper. And you just got to get by them. You got to, but sometimes I always felt it was good to get them on your side and not piss them off. This particular guy, Josh, or whatever his name was, decided, oh, fuck that. I don't need to talk to you. I want to talk to them. You're fucking nobody. I'm like, oh, really? And I'm going to tell this person I'm friends with, the owner, that you're an asshole. Or not give them to you at all. Because say, you know what? She doesn't want to talk to you. You're an asshole. I'm happy to do that. You want to hear it twice? You're an asshole. <laughs> you want to hear a different uh, language? Maricone. Or whatever you want to call it. Uh, what, what do you, in, uh, in Italian. If you, in, in Italian. To say, if asshole. Or something. Well, you said like a donkey or a horse's ass. You'd say a chuch. A church, a church, whatever you want to call them. I'm telling you, or a cafon, a, a fool. Yeah, I mean, why? Why wouldn't you want an ally on the inside? It's just like it's just like when you're. If I'm approaching a girl, I want to talk to, and her friend. Now, that is some delicate negotiations, because first of all, if the friend, you got to be gentle with it, because the friend may like you. But you don't want to diss the friend. And you want to be able to get through that gatekeeper and get to the other person. I was always excellent that way. I would be a nice guy. Well, yeah, you've you got to have the gift of the gab. You've you got to see the, it's the long game, not the short game. So what, what could he possibly gather or get? He's trying to sell something. Yes. He's making a commission or whatever it is. Well, what is. he was trying to get. Well, I'll tell you what he was trying to get. He was trying to get our advertisement in one of his directories so we could give discounts to people. So oh discounts. Oh, my God. Listen, if a directory hires an asshole like you to work for him and they think it's appropriate and you've been working for him at least two weeks, which you have been, then they must be assholes. And maybe directory is for assholes. And we're going to have to give 10% discount to assholes? No. I'd rather give 10% discounts, which we do, to everyone we give cards to. When they come in, we do it. And we try to comp every so, every so often when they come in. We try to comp things for people to come in on their birthdays and things like that. Every 10th lunch, we do that. In the future, uh, hopefully when they computerize, they're going to be able to keep a better track of it. Well, you don't, need, you don't need to be an asshole about it, being hyper-aggressive. The best sale, the best sale I ever did was when you find immediately that someone need, has a need that you can meet, that you can meet. If they don't have a need, I don't know what the fuck you have to do, but if they have the need, you just nudge them to the thing. I can help you with that. I had uh, worked for a software company, and I told this story at least two times before. 
but it was one of my greatest successes. It was the largest sales software at the company at the time. Um, I, it was a company in Towson, Maryland. Less than 10 miles away was John Hopkins uh, University. And one day I'm sitting, I'm ready to call somebody, I'm prospecting, I go, we're selling uh, education software for continuing education. And I said, well, John Hopkins does medical, and doctors always have to go up and redo it. I said, I wonder if they're ready. So I call up their IT department. I call, ask for the manager. I said, I do this thing, and we have a product that does continuing education software, help people register for classes. You can track payments and register them for their things. And the person said on the other line, he says, that's funny. We were looking for it. Can we buy your back-end programming? I said, yes, you can. It's a digital charge. And he said, we'd be happy to. Come down, and he's got an appointment. One week, we're down in John Hopkins University. I have the dean of the medical school. My sales manager, who's thinking, how the fuck did Jim Horan get this uh, appointment with John Hopkins University? And I'm giving a presentation. Our tech guys can't get our... Um, Hosted solution up because back then it was 2001 and internet was iffy. But I had put all the dummy information into our computer and I showed him how we do it. And I said, it's a SQL product. And they still use SQL today, uh, programming language. And um, I said to him, I said, you know, and even if you like it very much, maybe you can get your um, law school to use it. And the dean of the medical school said, looked at me, he says, we don't have a uh, law school. And I said, are you meaning to tell me a school full of doctors doesn't need lawyers? And everyone started laughing. And my sales manager was shitting himself when I said that. Why would you say something you didn't know what the answer was? I said, well, I could say it because I know how to make them laugh after that. Because I didn't sweat. And they laughed. And they bought that within two days, 48 hours. It was the shortest sale and the largest sale, and it was about $100,000 for software. Just software. And it was a nice payday for me. I'm sure. It kept, it kept me in a company for another year and a half. And I didn't know, and six months prior, I didn't know shit about software. But all I knew is I had to talk to people, and I said, I said, hello, how are you doing today? Good. And if someone said, well, and if they wanted to talk, I let them talk. No big deal. If they didn't want to talk, I wouldn't talk to them. If they're ready, if they, if they wanted what I wanted, they would get me. And I'll go back and I try to talk to someone different. I put an X through their name and I try to talk to the next person. This guy didn't give a fuck. And he just alienated everyone. Yeah, he didn't get a sale, did he? He didn't get a sale. He didn't get a sales company. And his company will never get a sale with this company because of the asshole that kept on calling. I was ridiculous. EVBot wouldn't have done that. Or Cleverbot. <laughs> or, or the fast guy. Or the fast guy. That's why I said it was a perfect segue. Well, we're, you know what? We're 45 minutes and Damon, you didn't say anything. I want to hear about your day. So we're here with Damon. I talked to Joe the whole time. You came right in. I invited you over. Did you, how was your day? Let's hear anything. You have anything to say? It rained 
like hell. Oh, you were out in the water? No. I had to drive down from South Miami. You were in Miami? Yeah. I'm running both stores, parts departments now. Okay. So, not much to talk about at the Miami store other than found another $4,600 of missing inventory today. It's pretty amazing. Another day in the life of South... Another day in the life of a store that hasn't had management for three years. Oh, wow. So, yeah. But on the way back, we were down to like 20 miles an hour. It was a complete whiteout on the road. And let me uh, tell the people, in South Florida, the roads at best are just bad at that time, right? Traffic wasn't bad at all, actually. Oh, really? Oh, Turnpike Turnpike South, we did 70-75. I hit the stretch and couldn't see 10 feet in front of the car. Wow. Well, that's not unusual here. That's not unusual, unusual. but... No, but uh, the unusual the 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 unusual part is that you didn't run into traffic. No, because we are. I mean, they're the one thing they're running out of um, down here is real estate, and they're not running out, and they're adding vehicles and not roads. Yeah, they can't add any more roads because they built the houses right up to the side of the turnpike, so they're pretty well screwed. But I'm assuring you, if you come down to your keys, you're not going to run into any of those problems. You're going to have a great time. It is 47 minutes and 45 seconds Where into the show. Where did the time go? I don't know. I think I just yapped too much. I think I apologize for that. But you did. You provided a lot of content today. I'd like to thank everyone for listening. Uh, we'd like to ask you, if you are a listener, please leave a review on the on Spreaker, on iTunes, on iHeartRadio, on iTunes. Uh, primarily on the big ones, the more uh, reviews we get, the more exposure we get. We'd like to expose ourselves much like someone would expose themselves to a school bus full of children. Um, No, not like that. Why did I say that? What I'm saying is, why don't you share us with your friends that are of like mind that might like to listen to this? We are approaching our 200th episode. This is going to be episode 196, if I'm not correct. 196 we're uh we're gonna do something uh, we're gonna maybe do something um try to do it off site so we're gonna have to be sure that we're gonna probably have a uh i think we might be off location for that one for 200th episode or we'll call it our 200th episode whatever see that's the beauty of podcasting we don't have to do it so i'm gonna like to take uh papa joe joe uh, not papa joe joe Papa Joe. Who's Joe? Who's Joe? He's not my Papa Joe because we're the same age. Thank you, Papa Joe. You're welcome. I'd like to thank Damon. He had a tough day. You can talk if you want. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, good. That's great. And uh, Jenna and Tyler Kelly, who allowed us to do the show from their tiki bar. Why they weren't here? And I was just coming. I come and make myself at home. And they're out there. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs>